Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Fans, welcome back to a galaxy far, far away. I'm your host, Ezra, the flannel space wizard, Y wing enthusiast, call sign gold leader, and we are back with our Rebels rewatch. Today, we're discussing season one, episode eight, Empire Day. But before we dive into the episode, let's check in with our trusty Padawan learner, the Princess of Bright Tree Village, my wonderful co-host, and yours, Lottie. Hiya, schön dass ihr da seid. But sweetie, what in the world is a Bright Tree Village? Well. So we were actually just finishing up the other day, um, episode six. We were finishing up um, Return of the Jedi. We're like right uh-huh. at the end. We're right at the very end. So those little Ewok creatures, okay? Oh. That's the name of their village. Oh, <laughs> yes. So you're their princess. Oh, that sounds cool. You're yeah. their princess, you know? So when, when Leia gets there, they bring her in. They do her hair up all nice. She has a nice <laughs> dress and everything. And. And really cool. I thought if you ever wanted to do a Leia cosplay, you could Sweetie, definitely do that. I know that. you're trying to convince me to do Leia, but no, I want to do Padme. I I'm know. sorry. No, it's I'm fine. Sorry it's fine. I'm a Padme girl. It's fine. You can, still, you can still be a princess. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> mm. um, but yeah, no, you are the, the princess of Bright Tree Village because, That's cool. you know, I just want to live in Bright Tree Village. That's really where I want to, like, <laughs> move to and live. Because, okay, sorry, I'm going to do this. It's ridiculous, but I'm, I'm going to share some stuff with you. You ready? Okay, yeah. Like, oftentimes I think, I, you know, what, where would I fit in in the Star Wars galaxy, right? Would I be a smuggler? Would I be gold leader? Would I be a Y-wing enthusiast? Would I be a Y-wing pilot? What, what, what would I be, okay? What would I be? I know what I would be. I would be an Ewok. <laughs> Straight up, I would be an Ewok. And I wouldn't just be any Ewok. I would be, like, just like Logre. Logre is the village shaman, right? He's their <laughs> mystic, okay? He's their wise old Ewok, okay? He is the head of the Council of Elders, sweetie. Yeah. Okay? It's a big deal, and it's a big responsibility. At one point, and I haven't showed you this yet, in the Caravan of Courage, there is a great quest that the Ewoks go on, a great quest, and they go to their leader, Logre. Mm-hmm. He takes what looks like a magic light box. I can't even explain it. And he sets it down on the ground. And he does this little chant. He's like, oh, yeah, hey, oh, yeah, hey, oh, yeah. <laughs> And, like, it just starts spinning. Oh, my goodness. Okay. And it spins faster and faster and faster. And you know what happens? Logre's eyes light up. <laughs> and, like, he can see events happening around the forest moon of endor he can see things. he's a seer he's a seer 
He is a seer. He has he passes out magical gifts. He gives Wicket a magical walking stick. This is the weapons that they use. These primitive sort of things. You know, people are like, oh, I don't know. The Ewoks are just kind of. Cut, they're, kind, they're kind of a joke or whatever. No, get they are awesome. <laughs> and without Matt and I joke about this, and I've joked about it for years, um, without the Caravan of Courage, this, you know, return of the Jedi, the whole the whole thing would not have worked. All right. It's they, they underestimate the primitives. They under yep. they underestimate the the Ewoks and their village. When they show up and they blow those horns and they do <laughs> right. I mean, it's like the whole thing. I mean, there's so many. You can't even, there's so many, you can't even see them all on screen. You need the widescreen edition to see the extra <laughs> battalion of like, like literal Ewoks jumping out. It is, it is, it's insane. And so I love it. Uh, I remember when I was a kid and I showed you, I would, like right over here, we went to a place called Boxcar Video and I would rent a video every weekend. And every weekend, I already had Star Wars and I could watch it throughout the week. I had my one chance to go in there and pick up something. And I kid you not for months on end. I picked up Caravan of Courage. Caravan of Courage. My sister always knew right where it's at, what I was going to do, etc. When that place closed down, I begged my mom to go in there, and they were selling them. And I was like, hopefully no one's bought it. <laughs> and I went in and I bought it. Because I didn't know at the time, you know, you're younger, you don't know where this stuff is at. You don't know yeah. where it's at. And mom doesn't know how to go get it or anything. Right. So it's like, let's go get it. And I did. And I was so proud of myself. I had it on VHS, and I was so happy. It was, it was great. What's Caravan of Courage? It's a movie. I have to show it to you. Okay. Yeah. So I figured we w- we got to finish episode six first, and okay. it actually takes place between episodes five also, and so six. So it is a Star Wars movie. It's canon. Okay. It's okay. canon, baby. Okay. Yeah. So you're going to love it. I mean, you got me fired up uh, about the Ewoks, though, and I, right? I love it. I love to hear more lore about the, you know, those little creatures. There's a whole animated series. We oh, can cover the whole thing. Like we can cover the whole thing. <laughs> Like there's actually there's there's a princess there, there's the chief, the chief uh, Wicket is there. He has brothers. Uh, yeah, it's awesome. It's it's actually awesome. So we'll have to we'll have to dive deeper into it. But I would be low gray. I would be the village kind of you know. Yeah. Council yep. elder. I can see that. So <laughs> powerful, powerful Ewok. I feel like Yoda would have seen low gray. Oh yeah. And if he saw Logre, I think he would have nodded in respect. <laughs> Straight up. I think like as strong as Yoda is, I feel like he'd seen Logre and he'd be like, yep. respect. Right? Like, you, you're on another level. You're using the force in ways I, I could never imagine. <laughs> so That'd be a cool little TikTok. Yeah, right? It would, yeah. It would be. Just to <laughs> see those two. Come, yeah, I could, I'll, I'll mash something up. Um, okay, no, so before we get going here, uh, we want to talk about something, actually, you brought this to my attention, and, yeah. and you want to share, today's a special day, it's Friday, uh, and Fridays are always great, but it's extra special today, right. because... It's taco night. It's taco <laughs> night, that was also really no, good. No, yeah, I'm, v- I'm so full. No, that was great, it was, it was great, and the episode was called Empire Day, but today is also April 22, Earth Day. Yeah. And Earth Day, if you didn't know is an annual event on April 22 to demonstrate support for environmental protection. First held on April 22, 1970, it now includes a wide range of events coordinated globally by EarthDay.org, including 1 billion people in more than 193 countries. Uh, This year's official theme is Invest in Our Planet. Yeah. It's great. This is cool. And actually, Star Wars uh, tweeted out 
uh, something about this too, which was pretty cool. And they have, we're celebrating some of the real life locations created uh, in a galaxy far, far away. They've got the pictures there of all the different sets, uh, different places in California. Uh, you've got places in Iceland. You've got Skellig Michael. Um, lots of lots of cool, cool places. Yeah. yeah. I would love to go to Ireland with you and go to yeah. Skellig. That'd be awesome, right? Yep. Yeah, it's just really cool to see where all these are. And, and, and uh, I love the documentaries of, of Star Wars where you can actually go check these things out and, yeah. and see uh, behind the scenes, stuff like that. I just think it's it's, it's really cool. And so good, good on them for popping this up here and talking about uh our, our our beautiful planet we have a beautiful planet and it's our home yeah you know it's it's our home and so it's it's cool uh and it's so diverse and it has so many different things i mean you can film a whole galaxy's worth of planets just on our planet yeah that's what they've done okay True. And it's really cool to see all these different <laughs> worlds and stuff so yeah and actually speaking of earlier we mentioned bright tree village and um you know it was i think it was Cali it was out by skywalker ranch um, I think it's in the Redwood National National Forest. In the so U.S.? Yeah, the big, cool. th those big trees that are super, like, super tall, super round. Um, the That's red, amazing. Redwood trees. Though. Yeah, yeah. I so did not know that. That's I actually, cool. I actually, with my, my sister, this is, okay, here's a story for you. <laughs> um, back in the day, let's see, I was in a junior going into my senior year, and we went on a great road trip. And that's just this awesome road trip that we went on. My sister's with me. And we are, I don't know, we're out at my uncle, my uncle John's, we're out in Oregon. I mean, he's a mountain man, just lives out in the wilderness. <laughs> uh, absolutely crazy. So we're taking like just, you know, I mean, we were taking showers in, in buckets of water, just pouring them on top <laughs> of each other, cousins in there, just like trying trying to get uh, cleaned up. But we were way up on the mountain and we had limited amounts of like four wheelers and dirt bikes and stuff. So you remember in Return of the Jedi when Luke has to jump on the back of Leia's speeder yes. bike mm -hmm. and he's, yeah. he's holding on he's mm -hmm. also trying to fight and do stuff or whatever so literally uh i was on a dirt bike struggling with it and ended up having to kind of switch off with one of my cousins because i was not doing well on the dirt bike dirt bike and my sister had her four-wheeler so i was like all right well i mean i just i don't know like i'm also kind of scared of heights so i probably wouldn't be a great like pilot that's why i'm great for like a village shaman uh i jump <laughs> i jump on the back and she's flying I'm like, Sarah, slow down. You know, she's like flying downhill and she's like, this is awesome. And like, literally, I felt like I was on the speeder bike and it's just like, like switch, like this, like leaves were hitting me in the face. And I was like, oh my God, I'm just dodging it and everything. Uh, it was, it was crazy. And it really, finally, once we hit a patch of like feel good area, I felt like, man, we are in the forest. We were like out there nearby uh, the location and it just felt cool. That sounds awesome. And yeah. I can totally see her do that. Oh yeah. She's crazy. She is crazy. <laughs> Uh, I was, way. yeah, I was, I, yeah, she is. Yes. The best way I was scared to death and she was fearless. So <laughs> just wild, but, um, yeah, no earth day though. And this is awesome. Um, really, uh, shout out, you know what? Shout out to the earth. Okay. Yeah. Let's just, yep. You know, we're going to toast the, uh, post post. There we go. Boom. There we go. <laughs> A little toast on the podcast. All right. Uh, well, okay, friends, let's see what we got here. Let's dive in. We are in to episode eight. And this is Empire Day, right? So let's get into a summary, and then we'll do some of our, uh -huh. our major takeaways. Actually, a lot in this episode, and just different things I, I kind of want to talk about before I forget them all. It's wild. There's so much stuff. Okay. Uh, Kanan is trying to teach Ezra how to use the Force, how to make those connections to other living creatures. And the Rebels destroy the Empire's new proto-TIE fighter during the parade, which is celebrating the 15th anniversary of Empire 
Day, uh, which is the Empire's creation. Ezra was actually born on Empire Day and has just now turned 15. He is uh, preoccupied with his feelings towards his missing parents and opts out of the mission. He soon discovers that his parents, um, their friend was, and I'm going to probably butcher this name, but it's... Sibo. Uh, Sibo. 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 Is that kind of like a German, you know, like the C? No? Okay. No, not really. Well, I'm fa- well, I want to say it's Fi. Feels like I'm doing like the TS. That's a Z. Yeah. Okay. But it still has the T S sound. Yeah, T S yeah. Spy. Spy. Yeah, you're right. Tsebo. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Rodian friend. Tsebo uh is wanted by the Empire and he rejoins his friends to look for him. Sibo is found hiding in the basement of Ezra's old house where Ezra reveals his parents were arrested for making anti Empire radio broadcasts. That's pretty cool. Uh, after which Sibo has gone to work for the Empire, the Rebellion learns that Sibo is uh, has allowed himself to be implanted with cybernetics so he could steal information that is valuable to the Empire. Though the sheer amount of information he uh, uploaded has affected his mind, the Rebels smuggle him off Lothal according, uh, I'm sorry, aboard the Ghost. So uh, we have the Inquisitor show up, we have uh, Agent Callus there chasing them down at the end, and... Uh, yeah, it's just it's really interesting. He does regain his senses and he reveals that he knows what happened to Ezra's parents at the end of this. Yeah. And it actually ends with a to be continued. First time you've seen that, right? Yep. Kind mm-hmm. of thing. So, yeah, to be continued. The story stops right there. Uh we have him aboard the ghost. So, uh sweetie, did, did you have any, you know, thoughts? Um your initial thoughts, takeaways from this? This one actually had more information, I think, than the last couple. Um, I've been saying the last couple episodes, things were kind of straightforward, but I just want to get your take. Did you like the episode? I did. I was surprised actually that it was already over when it was over. And I looked, I remember looking at you, what? That was it? (laughs) Because you don't, in this episode, episode, you do not learn, uh, what happened to Ezra's parents. (laughs) Right. There's no, like, there's no like resolution or, uh, come to the end or whatever. Yeah. So it's it's because to be continued, we stopped right in the middle of the story. Yep. So, but yeah. um, I really like the beginning of it when Kanan um, tries to train with Ezra and Ezra doesn't really, is, he's not feeling it. Mm-hmm. Kanan does, has no idea why, what's going on with Ezra. Um, he's trying to explain to him what this is all about and why do we need to connect with other beings. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he explains that you're connected to every living thing in this universe. Yeah. And I thought it was really cool and connects or ties into our theme for today, which is World Earth Day. Yeah. Kind of. So, yeah. yeah, you are. And that's the th- whole thing. Everything we do affects our environment and that affects us again. Yeah. Yeah. We share this world. Yeah. You know, uh, we share the universe that we live in and we're all connected in, in ways we probably don't even understand. So, yeah, that is actually really cool. It's a really neat point to kind of make that and he says that he has to be vulnerable that Ezra has to kind of let down his guard um, open up and then he'll be able to connect or, or see that uh, connection between all beings right so yeah es- right now Ezra can't do that that's what Kanan's realizing is that there's something about today it's his birthday they didn't know this they didn't know that Empire yeah. Day is his birthday yeah. so uh, it's, it's very very interesting he's the exact same age as Luke Skywalker and Leia so yeah real Interesting connection there. At the beginning, there's the Loth Cat. And I wanted to mention the Loth Cat because uh, it's super, you know, <laughs> looks super angry. But it does, kind of, you know, once Kanan connects with it, it has a nice little meow. And I know how much you like cats. So <laughs> I thought it was yeah. cool. Maybe one day we'll get you to draw one. It'd be fun. 
and then yeah that connection yeah. between every living thing in the universe is that well i i often think like is that the force the connection that we all have that holds our everything together is that the force and yeah i don't know yeah 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 for sure it is yeah um yeah what is that the connection between all things so the reason i'm hesitating here is i'm looking in the episode i always have the episode up in front of me and I'm, i i pull it up and i look for connections i want to make sure i get this one right is that right um, twenty one eighty seven. Hold on a second. Twenty one eighty seven. Star Wars. Uh huh. Cell twenty one eighty seven. Let me go back, and it's actually twenty seven eighty one. Okay, so cool. There, uh, there's a, this. This is a little thing. This is why we do the rewatches. So at two minutes and one second into this episode, if you want to go look for this, there is spray painted on the side of the little village, the little outpost that they are at. In Lothal, they have uh, the numbers on there, 2781, which is just sort of a, a slight alteration from 2187, which is the, the cell that I think uh, it's in episode four. And so there's important numbers in Star Wars that you hear a lot of. Mm-hmm. So like 2187 is a number that we hear a lot of. Um, 1138 is another number that we hear a lot of. Uh, I'm trying to think. There's there's a lot more. Uh, but anyways, this was this is a number that's significant to episode four and that's interesting because there's another tie-in to episode four i almost imagine as they're making these episodes they said okay this episode let's throw in a lot of like episode four stuff you know (laughs) because remember we had the episode where there's a ton of episode five connections guess what episode that was (laughs) episode five all right (laughs) so but this is episode eight and we have these connections uh, here again. So 2781 is the name of the facility, and we're going to get to it in a second. Um, there's, a, there's a great connection to the cantina scene in episode four. Hmm. So they rush back in, and as soon as they go into the cantina, they see these TIE pilots walking around and saying, why, don't, why aren't you broadcast? They're looking for a Rodian, Tsebo, uh, looking for him. They're wanting bro- the Empire Day broadcast to be played and all this different stuff. But as they enter... This is exactly what happens in episode four. Obi-Wan walks in with Luke, a master and an apprentice, Mm -hmm. walk into the cantina. They walk up to like the bar area. And then over in the corner is Han Solo and Chewbacca. Oh, okay. And they had Hera, Mm -hmm. right, with Zeb. And Zeb is the sort of proto kind of, you know, Chewbacca. And then she is the (laughs) pilot, right? And she's so it's they totally made a little connection. Uh, there and it even looks a lot like episode four, uh, with her sitting, you know, kind of in in the same spot, um, in the, in the same way. It's also in episode four where we meet Greedo, who is a Rodian, who looks the same species uh, as Sibo, um, mm-hmm. who they're trying to find. So just just kind of a cool thing, like they they chose those uh, elements to throw into this episode. Wait, that cool. guy was not Greedo. They, ta- he he they patted him on the shoulder first and thought he was Zebo, yes. but then he was not. He's was, not. He's not. That was not Greedo. Or no, uh, Greedo. Greedo. Greedo, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no, no. So that wasn't him. I don't think, no, I don't think so. Uh, it's just that that's his species. So there's a lot of Rodians that look like okay. that. So yeah. they actually had a different shade and like they're just trying to look at him and say, okay, mm-hmm. um, you know, this is not the guy. And then they're, they're moving on to another Rodian. We see yeah. several Rodians that they approach. Right. right. So, yeah, you could say, you know, for us, it'd be human and for them, it'd be Rodian. Mm. Um, and yeah, so Greedo is one. He's a bounty hunter. Jabba 
Jabba the Hutt's bounty hunter in episode four. Okay. But he's a Rodian. And he, and he, the first time you see him is in this cantina setup, just like we have with Obi-Wan and Luke and Han and Chewie. Mm-hmm. And now we have Hera and Zeb and Kanan and Ezra. So it's just a, a really kind of a, a cool connection yeah. to episode four. That's really cool. Yeah. And real subtle. You know, not something that you, that you would really uh, notice. But then I was sitting there. I was like, wow, Hera looks just like Han Solo. Like he's, <laughs> she's in the same spot. And I'm like, well, there's freaking Zeb. And then there's Kanan and Ezra walking yeah. in. And it just sort of, you know, starts to kind of, kind of fit. Um and there's more, you know, something I've never done is actually look up the uh, galactic kind of uh, script to understand it. But on the on the broadcast, there is definitely some uh, some script there that is probably probably interesting. So, yeah, and I want to get this guy. Um, so the broadcast that is going on in the uh, cantina is interesting because it's it's an exiled senator Um Gaul uh, Travis, I think his name, Senator Gaul Travis. And it's cool because Ezra's parents were also doing the same thing. They were broadcasting right. and trying to like let people know uh, about the different um, things that the Empire was doing that weren't good, bringing those to light so people could understand what was happening. So they're kind of like that early wave of rebellion. Like it's not yet... Um, organized or whatever it's just individual people standing up for what's right trying to get the word out there and all that stuff so a lot of stuff happening there in the beginning now did you have any other uh i'm gonna skip i'm gonna skip ahead here as ezra's meditating in the forest and realizes that sivo is in his house uh anything else though that you any other questions or things you had written down not really honestly Okay. It was okay. more like, yeah, we got to see again who they're dealing with, you know, and how important the rebellion is. Um, yeah. And yeah. that the Empire took away Ezra's parents, and not just Ezra's parents, but a lot of people right. suffer from their reign, and it's yeah. important that people, other, other people step up. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, you're right, and that's that's really what this is. So it's it's a it's a big reveal, just that, okay, we understand more about Ezra's parents. Sabine, I wanted to mention this. The person who checks up on Ezra, so Kanan does right out, out the gate, but the subtlety, and Kanan obviously is his master and is going to check on Ezra and senses something's off. Yeah. But the other person, the second person who notices something's up with Ezra is Sabine. Yeah. And checks on him. And she's actually the one standing in the beginning of the episode looking. They don't, I mean, why show this, this scene of like Ezra and Kanan talking, training in the force, and guess who's watching? Sabine. She's seeing it all, you know, witnessing it all and taking it in. Always, you know, Ezra's always trying to flirt a little bit, and she's just really like, nope, not happening. But mm-hmm. they show you a quick little cut where she's like staring at him. Yeah. And it's just, it's cool. I love it. <laughs> Obviously, I'm really into Ezra and Sabine. <laughs> okay. Uh, interesting. So they're doing this celebration. Uh, we have some just really cool different aliens represented. There's a, a new, new TIE fighter uh, that's there. Zeb tosses some fireworks in the air. And they destroy um, kind of the platform. They disrupt this big parade that is, is supposed to take place for Empire Day. And they've been referencing someone named Governor Price. So Minister Tua, remember you asked me about Minister Tua yep. back in the day? Yeah. So she's been here for a while. And she is sort of a representative. Governor Price is the governor over Lothal. And Lothal is, you know, it's under Empire control. And Sibo is saying that he he's been he actually drops a lot of clues in this episode as to okay. what's going to be happening with um Lothal. 
and like like Tie Fighter production is going to increase sixfold, right? It's going to be like he's he's basically spitting out these things like yep. predictions and stuff that are going to be happening to Lethal as as time goes on. So, thought that was actually pretty cool. Um, also, let's see here. Um, Sibo has a he's wearing what Lobot wears. I'm trying to figure out what that's called. So in episode five, and sweet, so if you want to type in just Lobot uh, Star Wars, it'll pull him right up. And you might remember him from episode five. He's not in there a whole lot, but he is on Bespin. He's in Cloud City with um, Lando Calrissian. So, and he kind of mm-hmm. helps. He's like an administrator, and he helps yep, quite a bit. The same, mm-hmm. whatever that is, over the years. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It connects behind the head. Right. So they call it an AJ6 cyborg construct. Um, yeah, he was paid to run the battlefield calculations for the Galactic Empire. However, he eventually began working with the smuggler Landel Carizian. So that's an episode, you know, five connection where he's brought in. But yeah, Lobot is uh, he's pretty cool. Yeah, I actually have him as an, as an action figure. <laughs> an original one. So 1970... Uh, 1980 or 1979, I think. I can't remember which one they... Because uh, they sometimes the toys came out before the film. Anyway, all right. Back into the episode there. Uh, but yeah, he's dropping lots of little bits of information, and he's using that device to help him process stuff and to keep a lot of information in, in his mind. So, all right. Now, is really... It, is it that device that um, messes up his mind so he can't think for himself? Yeah, it seems like what, they, what the summary said, and I didn't quite get this, was that he actually maybe put that on himself? Okay. I, I can't really tell if, if the Empire did that to him. Because for Lobot, that's that's what they did. Like, the Empire puts that on to help him, so that way he can uh, better help a commander or whatever with, like, analyzing battle tactics and stuff like that. It's sort of a super brain okay. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I think he did this to himself so that we could keep this information. Mm-hmm. And he goes on the run. Because they're clearly looking for him. Like, he's left and he's fled. Which, what is he trying to do with that? Is he trying to get some information to the rebels? Maybe, right? Or he's learned something on the inside that's not good. And Ezra kind of bumps heads with him, and that's when he kind of wakes up. Right, yeah. And, yep. and says, Ezra Bridger, mm-hmm. I know your parents. And he, so he was clearly a friend of the Bridgers because he went to their home yeah. and hid in their basement, yeah. uh, which was probably... That's pretty significant. Yeah, yeah right? So there's, there's close ties there for sure. And I also thought it was really cool when Sabine goes down there, she sees that little chip or whatever... That was used, uh, you know, it's like a part of the broadcasting system that they were using. Mm-hmm. I just think it was cool. They, they might as well have been podcasters, you know, talking about, <laughs> yeah. you know, the, the atrocities of the Empire. So that was, that was kind of cool. Uh, all right. And then we just get into basically a big chase. Um, we find out, though, that the Grand Inquisitor is there. So Agent Callus calls the Grand Inquisitor. The Grand Inquisitor is looking for uh, Tsebo and Kanan and Ezra kind of, you know, our, our, our group of rebels interfere here and the grand inquisitor is now back on their trail and is working with agent callus to track them down so yeah do they um leave lethal a lot the rebels or or is it is the whole series based on lethal well right now so like um lethal is the is this remember it's a system Mm -hmm. and it's a planet Mm -hmm. so what happens is in the lethal system for the most part. Okay. For the most part. They they do leave at some point um, when things get real hot. <laughs> so <laughs> they got to get out of there. Uh, but no, this a lot of it, like the home world, the main world is Lothal. And then I think 
they were on Garel the other day, and, and Garel was a planet mm-hmm. with all the purple background and stuff, and yeah. all of, like the yellows and purple. So that is, um, it's a, it's a planet in the system of Lothal. Okay, gotcha. Right. So you mm-hmm. think of like a solar system or whatever. Yeah. And and this is the Lothal system, right? So, but most of this has been on Lothal. Yeah. And you can tell one of the one of the distinguishing features here is um, the long roads. Mm-hmm. So the super long roads that are like super straight. And then in the city, the capital city, they have a big dome. There's this, this massive dome feature. And that's the city. And that's sort of the man-made elements. And then the out in the it's it's known for like super flat plains mm-hmm. with these real like stone features that are like super um I don't know what you would call like a cone shape. Okay. Like an upside down, yeah, yeah. Uh, like a like just a, just a cone. So yeah, I mean they're all off the you know, but you, you'll get you'll get used to it once you see like the tall grass and the loath cats and yeah. and stuff like that. You'll get used to seeing that planet. You're like oh, we're back on Lothal. Like it's so it's so easy to see it once you've seen like seasons one and two. Yeah, you kind of know instantly we're there. Okay. Just like when people, whenever a tr- new trailer comes out for Star Wars and we see sand, we think Tatooine. Right. Everyone's like, ah, oh, it's Tatooine again. Here we go. Right, and it's right. like there are other sand planets out there, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, this is this is a, a distinguishing feature yeah does the lethal system play a, a role in the main series in the main the series mm-hmm. no it's not mentioned we don't it's not a world that we see okay. uh at, at all it's just sort of considered outer rim and in this uh Cibo says that there's major plans for lethal and the lethal system in all outer world or outer rim uh, planets, which would include like Tatooine and stuff. Okay. So by the time you get to episode four, you're like, what? What does the Empire want with Tatooine? Why are they there? It's this this outer rim planet. But they had if they had resources, if there was something that, that they're to gain, they they would gain it. Um, yeah. Now Tatooine is actually so far out that it's really it's also like Jabba the Hutt's territory, and it's it's a whole other conversation. But yeah, at this time they're trying to use all those different planets to to gather resources and and almost. It's not really a spoiler. Um, they'll go through and basically strip the planet of its resources, and if that, uh, and they'll leave the people behind, and then mm. they're left with a planet that's barren, and they can't really do anything with it. You know. Yeah. So yeah, it's awful. It's crazy. That's crazy. We're talking about that on Earth Day, but here we right. go. Here yeah. we are. I mean, you know, full yeah. circle. Yeah. So, just interesting. But Lothal's awesome. I actually. There's there's a music there's a I have to kind of figure out what the in the Rebel soundtrack when you come to Lothal there's a sound that comes on that, that you guys can hear and I might try to play it in the uh, in the underneath here as as we're talking or whatever because I feel like yeah you just get that you get the music you get the sights and you feel like okay we're back on Lothal and for the longest while I was like okay whatever we're on this planet Lothal it's Ezra's home world it's just another world but they do such a good job in these four seasons of making this world significant and matter like I never thought it would matter. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm a huge Star Wars fan, and I'm watching it going, okay, come on. Like, it's, it's just another planet. There's nothing on it. Yeah. I'm like, there's just nothing here. And why does it matter? Why, why is, is it just because it's a base of operation where they're, they're creating more TIE fighters, right? So that's something we see. They're, they're making more. Uh, they have TIE fighter projects come in, and mm-hmm. it's, it's sort of a base. It's like a... They have a labor force there that they can use, and so they're going to start working on on that kind of stuff. But I'm like, what are the resources on the planet, and why why is the does the planet have any significance? And wow, was I shocked by the end of this whole thing. 
absolutely shocked. Just, that's all I'm giving you, sweetie, is that I was shocked. So Lothal matters in a big way, and it's awesome. I can't wait to figure out what it is. Yeah. <laughs> and, and people who are re-listening, they're nodding their heads going, yeah, I know they are. Because, I mean, we all would agree on that. Like, like, like if you've seen the series, and, and if you're disagreeing, you need to rewatch it. Because it matters in... Like, it has direct connections to the main series and beyond, especially beyond, actually, where we are in Star Wars. So, it's huge. It's huge. But anyway, okay, let me let me move on here to the end. There's a little battle there. Uh, the Grand Inquisitor is on his way. It's really Agent Callus fighting them. Uh, we get some some TIE fighter action going on. The Grand, the Grand Inquisitor is in a TIE fighter, which is actually kind of cool. He looks he looks pretty awesome. He's got, like, this, this uh, you know... Um, she, he's got this this helmet, and it looks just really awesome. Kind of reminds you of again of Episode Four when Vader is in his Tie Fighter, and it's got the curved. It's a it's like Darth Vader's tie, and it looks very different from the regular ties, mm-hmm. which have like straight up of and course. down. Yeah, it has to, right? That's his special. <laughs> that's his special one, right? They got the curved kind of wings. You know? Oh, I've seen it on, so. on TikTok. I saw you know. Remember the the whole Snape TikTok? This is how mm-hmm. you know, normal students walk walk into Hogwarts, in Hogwarts yeah, and, and then how and Professor then how Snape yeah. <laughs> walks in, and then did that with uh, how Emperor. Palpatine walks on the Death Star, and then how I think I sent that to I you. I didn't see that one. <laughs> and I then gotta how, go look how at it. Vader walks, and then uh, it's the same type of thing where you have this mm. big, uh, like cape or something cape, or a yeah, robe. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. That's really funny. <laughs> I'm gonna have to look that up <laughs> afterwards. So, uh, let me see. Yeah, I think that's pretty much it, though. You know, this this one is definitely one that we're gonna have to continue. Um, let me see what the next episode is called. I think it is. So we have Gathering Forces is coming up next. That's a, that's episode nine. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. All right. Well, uh, yeah, I think that's it, friends. So just, again, another quick uh, episode here in our Rebel rewatch. So we want to say farewell for now. We will be back soon. But in the meantime, if you like our podcast, don't forget to subscribe, like us, write a review, leave a comment, or send us a message at charlottesu and at womprat underscore 2m. We will see you next time. And as always. May the force be with you. Can you say Rebels Rewatch three times in a row? <clears throat> Rebels Rewatch, Rebels Rewatch, Rebels Rewatch. <laughs> I did it, didn't I? You didn't think I could. That was pretty good, though. That, that was, was pretty good. Can you say it? Let's hear you say it. No, I can't. No, say it. Rebels Rewatch. <laughs> wow. Rebels Rewatch. No, I can't. I cannot. Rebels rewatch, Rebels rewatch, Rebels rewatch. <laughs> it's hard to say every maybe just once. Oh, that's that's why I say. Wait, can you do the? Can you do the? Can you do the, yeah? Can you do the German? Uh, Rebels. Oh, Rebels rewatch. <laughs> yes, that's. Why don't you say it that way? No. It's e- probably easier for you to say it that way. Easier. That's easier. Yeah. It's that's easier. Rebels rewatch, Rebels rewatch, Rebels rewatch. See how much easier that was. We're changing yeah, it a little bit. Okay. Okay. All right. That's it. on the treadmill today.
um, next to your dad, and mm. I had my <laughs> I had my headphones in, yeah. and I had this something was in my throat, and I couldn't really breathe, and I mm. felt like. <sighs> I really felt like Vader next to your oh dad. And I was like, oh my God, don't like choke on your own whatever is in your throat right oh now, like gosh. mucus or whatever. <laughs> um, wow. And I had my headphones in and I was like, I don't know. You know, sometimes when you have your headphones in and you listen to music, you can only hear, you don't know what other people hear and how yeah. loud it is, the noises you make. You're and breathing. Just like, oh gosh, oh ho- hopefully, <laughs> hopefully your dad doesn't think I'm uh, weird. It's okay if he does. <laughs> when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.